Hey, this is Joel. Um, as a suggestion from a guy called Roy Moonin on Twitter, so thanks, Roy. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about co-founders. I think I've got a few different um, voice clips I'll eventually do about co-founders. Uh, but in this one, I want to talk about one of my key experiences um, in the early days of my startup journey um, of finding uh, good co-founders. So um, going back kind of maybe four, five years now, um, my first real experience of feeling like doing a startup was uh, a school project that I did at Warwick University, which is where the university I went to in the UK. And I was working with four other computer science classmates, and we were doing a, a group project for our final year uh, master's program. And for that project, we built a location-based social network. And that so that was a, a web app and a mobile app. It was a Symbian app at the time, um, because at that time, that was when the, the very first phones came out with GPS. So I had a I had a Nokia N82. I was quite happy with it at the time. And um, yeah, so we built this location-based social network on the Warwick campus, and quite a few people were using it, and it was really exciting. You could update location, tell people where you were, and this was a pretty new concept at the time. So for me, um, this project quickly went beyond just a school project and became something that I was really excited about. I worked well outside the normal required school hours and um, to some extent the rest of my classmates were the rest of my team were also pretty excited and also worked a lot uh, additional and we had we got a great mark for that project in the end um, but the thing was that when it came towards the end of the year and we had to write our report and and do all the formal things um, I, that was the point when I really wanted to spin this off into a company. I had seen, the, at the time, there was Looped. They were doing really well. They had raised a lot of funding. And, um, you know, I, I was just kind of um, really hooked on this idea of that this could become a startup, and I wanted to apply to Seedcamp and things like that. And um, that when I kind of suggested this to my classmates, I realized that they weren't that excited about that idea as much as I was and the reason was that um, you know they were thinking about applying for for jobs and and going uh, you know a different path and so I think that was my first key learning was that you really have to find and work with people who are on board for the startup life for the startup journey and all the ups and downs and the risk that's involved there um, because without that um, people are not going to kind of be fully committed to just making it work. So that was kind of a, for me, that was a, a tough situation because not only um, were the rest of the guys not too interested in kind of moving ahead with that as a startup, um, they also didn't want to fully let go because everyone's read these stories about what happens when someone's involved early and then gets pushed out and things. So everyone wanted to keep their stake, but really that meant that no one could move it forwards because um, one person having 20% stake at the start of the, the process uh, when it's going to get diluted a lot later, um, that's not enough incentive really. So in the end I had to just let that one go completely um, and then I immediately 
got working on my next startup, which was actually another startup before Buffer. Um, but yeah, that was a key learning that I wanted to share with you is kind of definitely make sure to find people that are interested in the startup life and everything that that entails.